For the last four years, you came to this podcast to get your needs met, to be fulfilled, to get a pro wrestling, pop culture, and that oh so naughty feeling tingled inside with a little bit of grass sprinkled on top. Now it's time for your hosts, Chad Allen, Shelly Allen, Zach Romero, and Luna Lynn. You are tuned in to the IndyCast. Opening a festive holiday version of the IndyCast. OG IndyCast, yeah. So speaking of music, we'll go ahead and segue music-wise and into Christmas music, because I know this is something you and I were talking about, Zach, after we recorded last week's episode, was the Christmas movies out there and which one had the best Christmas music. True. So, and well, we, we started a debate and then stopped because true. we're like, no, this should be on the show. Well, I think to start off here, should we go with a listing of like top to bottom of each person's Christmas movies? Like, should we start there? I can easily give my, I can give a favorite, and a favorite like a top one. three, maybe. Oh, I could easily do a top three. Okay, well, that one's okay. Well, Mister Confidence Pants, why don't you start? Um, mm-hmm. Absolute favorite Christmas movie, and I know it's cheesy, and I know they play it every year for twenty four hours straight. I love a Christmas story, and I always will. Um, I think it's wonderful. Uh, no selling you over here. That's what that yeah. means. No, I've never seen it all the way through, but I hate it. I've seen it now as an adult, and I get it, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, I get it, and I, oh, yeah, okay. Don't care. As a kid, fucking hate it. <laughs> as a kid, like, the whole family sitting on the couch watching, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go, like, drink bleach or something. This is awful. <laughs> Can we go back to the um, religious movies? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll watch Greatest Story Ever Told with a big old dumb smile on my face before watching this bullshit. But now as an adult, I'm like, oh, okay. Don't care, though. So uh, Fred Gile and... Christmas Story's number one, though, still. Okay, terrible. Uh, uh, Polar Express is probably my second. Wow. Oh, God. Do you hate Christmas? I don't hate Christmas. I love that movie. <laughs> Do you love just staring at a Tom, computer Tom Hanks's dead eyes? <laughs> Apparently, I do. <laughs> Awful. I, I enjoy that movie wonderfully. And then, uh, so there, it's like a, an, an A and B for part three. Oh Jesus! Uh, because it's either Muppet Christmas Carol, okay, which I do love the Muppet version. Um, mostly, like I think we've even talked about it on this show before, um, because of. Um, Oh God! Why can't I think of the actor's name? We played Scrooge. Now oh, it's really Michael Caine. Michael Caine, yeah, who completely was like, "Nope, these are actual actors. I'm mm-hmm. not playing like I'm pl- playing off a of fucking Muppet. You can go to hell. I'm playing mm-hmm. this directly." No, and that, that and makes it, that makes that um, movie. But the uh, the three B on that one would still be um, a Christmas Carol. Uh, but I want like the 1950s black and white. Oh, uh, and like Shelley and I love that one. I like the, the old school. Yeah. Tiny Tim's a nightmare in that one. I know, but yeah, that's part really of the scary. fun of it, quite honestly. But yeah. uh, the guy who plays uh, Scrooge in that one, Alistair, I can't think of Alistair's last name on that one. I'll have to Google it. Alistair Crowley. Crowley. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Alistair Crowley, exactly. <laughs> Don't think it was Alistair Crowley. <laughs> that's um, the only thing I could think of, too. I was like, I'm such a dick. <laughs> but uh, he's he's excellent in it. We love that version of it. So, so to sum up. That's one we have to find on uh, AMC every Awful, year. awful, <laughs> good answer, okay answer. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so up there. Nice, nice. Uh, what about you, sweetness? Um, let's see. I'm going to go with um, uh, Tim Allen, Santa Claus. Awful, good. Yeah, Fuck really you. awful. I no, love that's... Tim Allen. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Scott Calvin, hello. 
Oh, Paul Gujarat. He said. I say that all the time, and I don't even make need it good. to. It, no, it's great. Those and you're great right. Songs. You don't even need to, and you do no. anyway. Alistair Sim, by the way. Oh, I got it. Look it up. Don't so care. there we go. Continue. Okay, well, then you're going to fucking hate the rest of these. You probably are, because you're already on a bad track of the Santa Claus. <laughs> right. Yeah, not a good start. Yeah, no. Um, oh God, the Polar Express. No, I don't even like the Polar Express. Um... <laughs> Okay, so my shit ball one. Okay. And this is the legitimate, this is the shameful one because I know that it's bad. And trust me, I know that it's bad. But when my sister was little, as anybody around oh, no. little children knows that you have oh, to watch no. a movie 5,000 times when they like the movie, whether anybody wants to or not. So the fucking Grinch. Not the cartoon one. The oh, no. The action one. The live action Grinch. I've seen that movie so goddamn many oh, times. And you asked me if I hate Christmas? Now, no, you both, you both are terrible. She's part of the know. Jim Carrey version. No, but like of, uh, Martha Mayhew, by the way, is a fucking goddess. So y'all can go fuck yourselves because I love her. And Cindy Lou Who, I would fuck her now because Taylor Momsen is a gorgeous ass bitch and she fronts the band The Pretty Reckless and they're amazing. So all the way around, this movie wins. No, you're both awful. And um, if you. you keep this up, we're, we're downgrading you both to Kwanzaa. <laughs> okay? Now, Jim... Jim Carrey should be dragged through the streets for that. For that, and movie. you know who no, should be dragged so along good. with him? But fucking beep boop robot, fucking Tom Hanks, because <laughs> awful. No, and like how many great reaction gifts are from the Grinch now, though? By the way, like that when he's well, flipping through the phone now, book and the hate, 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 yeah, load entirely. He, you know what's even worse? Yeah. Personifies millennials. Actually, I don't know what's worse, actually, that movie or the fact that your fucking theme park, the one that you that you you know hold the flag Grinch for, bus. drags out that horrible like that version mm-hmm. of the Grinch. Every year for 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 Grinchfest. Yeah, I don't know painful. if you know this, but uh, they've been really dragging ass in terms of the Christmas for the <laughs> last forever. I now they're you... ripping off uh, fucking Disney with like, oh hey, we've got a castle. Fucking now it's got Christmas lights now. Right, come and pay mm-hmm. us more money. Right, like, they're, not, yeah. they're they're working on. It. I actually watched your I watched the Christmas parade for that online fairly recently because All three uh, minutes of it. Like... I, it was a little bit longer than that, but it is really funny it. some of the characters that they have to drag out at Universal for it because it's like we've got. A bunch of Shrek. Right. Uh, well, here's the thing, though. Minions. How do they not yeah. just cash in on nostalgia? I'll never know. Because, like, you could put... They own, They technically owned Crash Bandicoot, and they had the character meet of Crash Bandicoot for the longest time. They have all of Nickelodeon and Viacom characters. i say that's characters. all they need. So you could make it a big fuck you 30-somethings Nickelodeon parade and sell out every day, but instead they're like, I don't know, fucking Blue Man Group. Anyway, to my answers, aka the person who I think she's got a third still. Wait, what was that? Oh, that was your shitball yeah, one. Was, oh yeah, god. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I don't know what three would be because like <sighs> my mother makes me watch It's a Wonderful Life, which I fucking hate. Um. Although my favorite line in that is him just being mad and yelling, "Why do we have all these kids for anyway?" Um. Which is sometimes was, a great question. I've, mm-hmm. I've even asked myself <laughs> since I would only have two. So. Um, but it would probably have to be Muppet Christmas Carol, which I didn't really appreciate as much until I got older. Because, like, I love Michael Caine, obviously, but, like, we always watch the George C. Scott version. Like, that's the definitive, like, he's the definitive Scrooge, you know, as far as our household went. But, like, I really love Michael Caine. And the songs are catchy as fuck. Uh, Muppet Christmas Carol was the Grinch equivalent in my house. I would force my family to watch Muppet Christmas Carol a thousand times. And when we had it on VHS... That was like a fucking, I don't care if it's July, time to watch Muppet Christmas Carol kind of shit. Mm-hmm. My, my eldest daughter, have you ever seen Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas? I think I have. 
I feel like you should almost review this someday. Oh, um, I'll get that takedown strike but, by Disney. What's but, up? But yeah, but but Cheyenne will legitimately watch that any time of the year because it's on Netflix constantly, oh, no. and she will just like, "Daddy, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch Mickey Mouse." Okay, great. Which one are you watching? Once Upon a Christmas. The fuck? It's June. <laughs> so uh, my answer is because I have the spirit of Christmas uh, within me. The spirit of Christmas lies in your heart. Polar Express, baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're the devil. Um, so number one, number one is um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That's got the great music. It's got the ridiculous characters. It's got the, we literally are building a movie out of a song that's like less than two minutes. Right. So let's just throw in a lot of extra <laughs> shit to pad this out. Sam the Snowman. Sam the Snowman, Yukon Cornelius... Herbie the Misfit Elf, the, the Island of Misfit Toys. The Bumble. The Bumble. Like, there's a thousand different fucking side plots. Because they're like, look, we already went through the fucking song. And, like, we did the, the first nose. act, man. Yeah. Like, the deer are shitty. They're less shitty. His dad's a dick. We already blew yeah. through all of this. Yeah. Um, she thinks I'm cute. Like, there's, the fucking, there's a thousand shit in that. So that's number one. Um, number two is Cartoon Grinch. And number three is probably Muppet Christmas Carol, but three B is Georgie e. Scott because I that is he is a great Scrooge. It, he's such a good Scrooge that I'm always disappointed at the end. I'm disappointed he turns a leaf. That he turns like that he makes his face turn. Should have just kept being a dick. Like he's so good at being a dick that when he's like, ha, 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 I'm like, cut that shit out. So thoughts on the John Luke Picard version of? Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Um. He didn't tell anyone to make it so, which I was pretty disappointed right. in. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, somewhere out there, Patrick Stewart's all pissed that we like, right. referred to a bunch well, of John uh, Card stuff. Weird, this, the, for whatever reason, it sticks out in my head. Um, weird acting choice on his part when he wakes up at the end and he's like, oh, I'm a changed man. Um, Patrick Stewart like tries to laugh, but like he like can't get it out because Scrooge is like dead inside. Right. And it's just a really weird acting choice. Like, I'm like, hey, you're a new man. I don't know if this is the time to pretend to hawk up a hairball, but that's fine, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, love Rudolph. Also love uh, Year Without a Santa Claus. I was surprised that didn't make the list, all things, all pants considered. Here's the thing. Uh, I feel like Rudolph has decent pacing through mm-hmm. it. Um, like... The story gets cutesy at times, but it's enough to, like, not be a drag. Basically, Year Without a Santa Claus is, like, opening is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Middle part is the balls, when it's like, oh, the fucking one baby reindeer and the shitty elf are, like, Ugh, lost in yeah. regular world. Right. And you're like, why? what am I even fucking watching? Then you get Heat Miser and Snow Miser. Excellent. Best, yeah. Mother Nature. Great. Mm-hmm. Santa... Just kind of being pissed off and being like, nobody fucking likes Christmas anyway. And it's like, hey, man, I'm just here for fucking claymation shit. Like, what? I didn't sign up for any of this shit of, like, make me feel guilty for not being nice. And then the movie just sort of wraps itself up. So the the songs and, like, Heat Miser and Snow Miser, A+. The framing of it, eh, not so great. So not Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, I feel like you're getting a little more out of it. So not better movie, though. Year Without Santa Claus or Santa Claus is Coming to Town. I do like Santa Claus coming to town, one foot in front of the other, right. and uh, Chris Kringle and all that stuff. Yeah, 
and uh, Thumper and Burgermeister Meister Burger. Like right. that one, I, I can live with. Um, but again, I feel like that one gets a little. Rudolph is a good balance of we've got a limited amount of source material, and we're dealing with padding. Right. Santa Claus is coming to town. I feel like doesn't have the ratio quite right. Like there's right. some things that are like okay, great, but it's like. <coughs> Oh, okay. There's some parts where you're like, oh, this, we're getting a little off. This is weird. Okay, we get it. My favorite part is the Winter Warlock. Oh, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, the Winter Warlock is weird. But my favorite part is that they cut. They've cut now every year when they play it. Oh, really? Is they cut? They don't cut Winter Warlock. He's still okay, around. That makes that's good. They cut um, the, who, uh, the, his love interest, who ultimately becomes Mrs. Claus. Right. Actually, has a song. Yeah. Yeah. Never play it anymore. Because it's the one part where it goes animated. Like, it goes from claymation right, yeah. to like this weird, trippy, yeah. animated, hand-drawn, and they cut it every year now. That's so crazy. Right. And I and I legitimately thought I was crazy for a little bit that I was making this shit up. Yeah. And I, had to, and I like, went to YouTube and found it. I'm like, no, here it is. Santa Claus coming to town, tripping ball scene. Right. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So but it's like, yeah, they cut it now. They, 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 we weird. just watched it last week, and I'm like... Where's the where's the scene? It's well, like, I was gonna say though, to your point of quoting live action Grinch, mm-hmm. there, uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, absolutely. Like we still fucking quote the goddamn the old men at the fuzzy wig <laughs> party That's when he gives a speech. That was terrible. That was stupid. It was dumb. It was short. We loved it. Like yeah. that's all. Now, you're the one my friends and I always used to quote was was the following line, and I'm sure you know exactly where it goes. How would you all like to be? Unemployed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Michael Caine just getting pissed off. My friends, Entertaining. And I, my friends and I used to sing that entire Heat Wave song all yeah. the time. It just took one person to do the the unemployed line, and the rest of us would jump in. Yeah, and Kermit's great in that. Like. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's after Jim died, right? Was that after Jim Henson died? Ooh, I don't know. I think it might have been one of the is. first things yeah. they did mm-hmm. after Jim Henson. And they died. nailed it, like yeah, super duper. And Miss Piggy and the fucking and their daughters and. Yeah. I'm Belinda. I'm Medina. Whatever. She's like, I don't give a shit. Fucking the only one anybody cares about is Tiny Tim. Yeah, right. And like the giant ghost of Christmas, which that was weird too. The ghost of Christmas present is like the same size as Michael Caine. Like it's a full dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's fucking labyrinth or some shit. And well, it's like, like, he's always oh, big. It's, like when, it's like when they do yeah, because in the bookies in the book no, I get that, yeah. but just like the fact that okay. So when Michael Caine first sees him and he's, like, filling up the whole room... Right. Like, you could still do that as a regular-sized puppet. You would just have to build a smaller, like, diorama for it to right. exist in. But then, like, they're walking through the town and shit, and... No, he's a man Yeah, puppet. like, there's a dude dressed as a puppet... Right. ...talking with Michael Caine. Well, it's Caine. a lot like uh, how they do, um, uh, Sweetums. Oh, that's true. That's, yeah. I mean, that's exactly what Sweetums is, is, a, is a run-out, which is, by the way, when it speak back to my parks... Whenever I go, that's the only reason I go in to see the Muppet 3D, because I actually don't like the Muppet 3D thing that they do. But they have Sweetums run out at the end. That's and true, I'm yeah. a three-year-old every time Sweetums <laughs> runs out. I love it when Sweetums <laughs> comes out. That's all I care. Or the fact that the Statler and Waldorf are up in the... That's true. That's the yeah. only two good things about that. That's legit. I don't like that. Th- I wish they would change it. I don't know what they would do to change it, though. But they should change it, really. What's, uh, what's your big beef with it i just find it i find the like the hey the wacky 3d character that's causing havoc i find that character annoying mm. and that's the base of the entire Very true. The base mm. of the entire show so if i hate that character i don't care who which muppets you put around it that character sucks and then it ruins the whole thing that's true yeah. that's legit but um there was a weird um i want to say there's like a weird hollywood themed ride in california that had the muppets in it for a second yeah 
Would you Would you like to know what that was? I I, I, I saw. I, I think I watched Defunct Land on I, it. I, I watched the same Defunct Land fairly <laughs> recently. Yeah. Yes, it used, love that show. It used to be a ride. It was supposed Kevin to be Kevin Perger. Like, come be on our podcast. Yes, uh, we will tag on that because I would right. love Tim Tracker and Kevin Perger. Both of you need to come on this podcast sometime. Yeah, I will tag you. We'll both ignore it, but I will tag you anyway right. to make it happen. Um, but uh, they had some like wacky Hollywood ride that was supposed to be like uh, this roller coaster ride, like a roller coaster limo ride through Hollywood where you're getting away from the paparazzi. That was the whole idea of this ride. Um, so it was going to ultimately end up looking almost like fucking uh, rock and roller coaster. I was just going to say, like, just slap Aerosmith on Well, this is before rock and roller coaster. Yeah. So they go ahead and get this all set up. They get the ride together to go. And then Princess Diana dies from being oh. chased by the paparazzi. They're like, Sweet, uh, what Christ. do we do? Yeah. So, they, so they take out all the paparazzi references and then make the ride a slow ride. They make it a dark ride, basically, where they had all these weird, like, like you know, the people that were under contract with Disney at the time that they could so like use Drew their Carey and Drew Carey and Whoopi Goldberg and, mm-hmm. uh, like, I think, like, Antonio Banderas or somebody like that was in it. And they had these weird characters. Well, everybody hated it. The ride didn't make it a year before they closed it. Well, then they tried to change it over. They were going to change it to, like, Goofy's ride through Hollywood, changing all the cartoon characters. Then they made it um, Muppets. They were going to make it a Muppets ride. And legitimately, the ride, they changed it where it was, like, Muppet construction crew in there talking about how bad the old ride was. So they were were riff-tracking their own ride on the way through. And they did that for a while. And nobody liked that either. And now, apparently, it is. It's Monsters, Inc. It's a Monsters, Inc. ride. Now everybody loves it. It's That's the exact crazy. same ride, the same track. The characters, they just dressed over into like... They put them in like the hazmat suits. The hazmat shit, suits yeah. and that's it, yeah. That's hilarious. But I just watched that defunct land. <laughs> uh, we just watched, speaking of theme park stuff, we just watched basically... Um, so, Universal got into bed with Nintendo. Universal and Japan have already announced like their basic idea of what they want to put together. Right. And Florida will be one of the next ones in line after they get it built in Japan. Right. And so, tentatively, the plans are for a Mario Kart ride where they'll actually build, um, like, locations right. from the game. So, like, a Rainbow Road section and will be people Bowser's like, Castle Will they shit. be sending people flying off Rainbow Road? Because they should. I, never, I can never stay on Rainbow Road for an entire... It's a motherfucker. It is um, a motherfucker. And so that's going to be one. There's going to be a... Um, Donkey Kong Country, minecart, kind of rare, uh, roller coaster. Um, what else did they say? Um, I'm assuming there's got to be some sort of Zelda thing because that would be. They haven't announced that yet, but Universal bought Wet and Wild and I Drive. Okay. And bulldozed it. Okay. So there's just this weird naked patch of land that's on the very tail end of I Drive, kind of maybe like two minutes away from Universal proper mm-hmm. and nothing's there yet and they haven't announced anything yet so they're saying that since Harry Potter worked in both parks because their plan is how do we get people to come to both parks equally mm-hmm. they're saying that uh, they're going to bulldoze the kitty area at Old Universal oh thank god everything except for E.T. is getting kaput Curious George Day in the Park with Barney <coughs> Woody Woodpecker Animal Show which thank god because all I can suck it well, goodbye um, E.T. will be the only thing left standing over there. Um, but they're saying once that's a, su- a success, they will build 
another Nintendo area in Islands of Adventure, and possibly even in this weird naked patch of land, too. Because that's their grand scheme of, like, well, fuck having exclusive rides Mm -hmm. at whatever park. Their gimmick will be in this park and in this park. Go to both. But I guess that makes me question, then, does that ultimately end up diluting... Both parks because they don't have. I it. feel like if you do it at the same time, it does. But with Harry Potter, it really didn't. But Harry Potter, at least in that one, they they definitely took two completely different aspects of it. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Hogwarts and Diagon Alley. Right. So, so that's my point. Is like if the old Universal Park is Mario themed, then you could have a whole Zelda themed one okay. in Islands. That's true. Because the other thing they mentioned was the um, there's the Yoshi ride. Oh, right. Which There's going to be like a Dumbo, be like Dumbo kind of a ride-ish yeah. of Yoshi. But you can do like a little ride on the other colored Yoshis and then a big um, restaurant and a giant toad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mushroom, sorry. Toad's cool. Toad, yeah. I need something with bob and... Right. And the, oh, I'm the, sure there'll be plenty of merch. And the bullet. The bullet but they the said that the plan is to maybe have it built by 2021, which is exactly when Disney's going to be jerking itself off for its... Big anniversary. Right. And then Star Wars and all that will mm-hmm. be open by then. So. so that's Universal's like, we're going to combat Star Wars with Nintendo. Which is not a bad plan. I've also been reading a lot about the, because I've always wondered about the Marvel thing in in Universal. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And apparently they have, from what I'm reading now, apparently they, the only way that Marvel leaves Universal is if Universal decides to get rid of Marvel. Which is what mm-hmm. I've said since day one, and all of you motherfuckers are telling me different. So you can all take turns sucking it, because that shit's staying. The Spider-Man ride is the shit. Anyway. The Spider-Man ride is the shit. That is that is an amazing ride. But That is, I think, their best, like, if they were going to give a PowerPoint about, like, simulator rides being the jam, I feel like that's your beginning, middle, and end. Because there's other simulator rides that are like, eh. But that one is like... They've got a but they love the simulator rides there, brother. They really hurt. The I team. feel like they they their thought process is that they excel at them because Disney doesn't necessarily phone that like go down that route. Right. So Universal's like, well instead of trying to do the animatronics thing, which they clearly have a monopoly on. Yeah, and especially we're if you've do ever this other one. Especially if you've ever written the cat in the hat ride, that definitely proves <laughs> that's the case. So uh, yeah. Oof. So uh, so I feel like they just were like, Oh well we'll just do the simulator thing and will excel at that. And it's right. like, well, yeah, but the difference is you can have technically animatronics in several rides, but they can look and act totally differently. Right. Whereas a simulator ride is kind of a simulator ride is kind of a simulator ride. Right. And it also doesn't help the fact that you've got two of the same fucking simulator ride in your park, right. Spider-Man and Transformers, which is literally the same ride. Right. It's just a different fucking screen programming and right. some slightly different props. So, anyways... What a Christmassy episode we've had here. Um, so yeah, 2018. So what? So we'll wind up on this. What's your? What is your wish list? What is your wrestling wish list? So we'll, so we'll make. We'll get one wrestling thing in here. In okay. This episode. What is your wrestling? If you're sitting on Santa's lap right now, for wrestling for 2018, for the show or just for wrestling in general, what are you sitting on Santa's lap asking for? Um. <laughs> For him to not touch me there. First. It was like I'm just laughing about you sit on Santa's lap. Um, it's consensual. It's a consensual lap sitting. I joked when I took the girls to sit on Santa's lap. I almost I I joked about taking Cheyenne off and sitting down on Santa's lap. Santa looked really scared, so I decided to stop. But yeah, it was, you're a good man. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. You go first. 
Because you own a company involved with wrestling. Oh, yeah, no, I'm looking to fuck my day job, man. Like, I kind of told my boss, like, hey, I want to cut down to part-time, and he's probably going to tell me no, and then I'm going to tell him I'm definitely quitting then. So, like... I said Jake Parnell supposedly just quit his job, so... No, about it. So, uh, who knows? We might be following suit. Um... Which is this item for me? Fully, fully gimmicked in 2018. Exactly. Um. Hmm. I don't know. I guess, like, for both fully gimmicked and the indie cast, I want to get, like, some... I want to get somebody working with us that's, like, so big that it'll just blow all of our minds. That's my goal. Like, I want, like, double shot, like, Joey Ryan working with us on t-shirts and being a guest on the IndieCast or something crazy like that. Although, he's working on Hot Topic now, so who knows, but... Yeah, right. I was gonna say, we're not touching that dog money. Yeah, like. but something on that level, just something fucking ridiculous that it's like, this is insanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be that would be for me. Uh, I, for the show, yeah, I definitely... One huge name guest sometime next year. Like, how did mm-hmm. we get this person to actually be on the show? And we've had a few of those mm-hmm. in the past. Right. Oh, yeah. And we've so had great guests like this, this past uh, season. We've had oh, great Uncle, guests. So. Uh, Uncle Bob Evans, still to this day, how did we get him on the show? Uh, Mike Quackenbush, how did we get him on the show? <laughs> yeah, um, sure. you know, I, I can name others, some right. that were in the news recently, so I'm going to skip that. Yeah, let's skip that. But, um, yeah, I need the, like, one or two, I would love one or two big names on that one. For us, I want to try to... Um, Really make and I think I said on Twitter not too long ago. I want to make 2018 the the year of the wrestling nerd. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would love to somehow find a way to raise the ships up of us and Hammerfist into a uh, into becoming you know somehow better known in this like monster just saturated ocean of wrestling podcasts that are out there. And I know that that's what we're fighting against some days. Yeah, Mm -hmm. um, but I think we're a better goddamn show than most of them. That's me. Um, also, I feel like goal outside of show is we got to get you doing more commentary. Yeah, uh, I agree. <laughs> Actually, I've been uh, I've been kind of putting hints out there to a uh, a certain um, Florida based uh, owner of a company uh, who will hopefully maybe ignite our career into doing commentary. <laughs> not that I'm not that I'm hinting at anything here at all, um, but we'll uh, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I definitely want to do more commentary and. Um, I, I definitely, uh, yeah, whatever I can do more on the indie scene right now. I mean, I'm, I'd probably be no good at setting up or anything like that, but commentary <laughs> or, I would like to, th- you know, I kind of want to steal your thunder once. I'd like to do an announce gig one time just to say I did it. Um, I don't think I'll be able to, you know, be able to overtake your job by any stretch of the imagination. But Listen, you've got the voice. Uh, I actually have a weird bruise on my forearm because... I got out of the ring, and uh, the stairs were on the wrong side for me. So I did, like, the little, like, whip around the post thing. But I had the microphone in my hand, so I just kind of did this, like, I just used my forearm. I was there when you did that. Yeah. You actually hurt yourself yeah, I, doing I had that? Like yeah, I had, like, a big bruise on my forearm from it, because I'm a dum-dum. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to fall on my ass when I jump off the ring apron, so. It's tough. And uh, I want Punk Pro to be big, too, by the way, since we... Kind of got some interest in interest Me in that. Too. I would like Punk Pro to become a talked about company up in that you know AIW and you know AWE mm-hmm. and you know I don't know if, you know it's probably take a little Southern Underground and all that. Yeah, it's gonna take a little while for it to become like Chikara level type stuff, but I think it could easily you know you know start to move its way up and up in that uh, in that ladder at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Uh, I want David Starr on one more time because it's right. our yearly tradition. That's true. Uh, I'm That's sure we'll true, make that yeah. happen. Uh, and I would like somebody to send us a wrestling-related porn so we can do another porn. Uh, yeah, no uh, kidding. Let's call arms there. Dear, dear porn people, could mm. could somebody have a porn video come out? That uh, I'm just like yes. Uh, get in contact with Wood Rocket and have oh. them. Uh, I follow Tommy Pistol on Instagram or on Twitter. I will message say, him. Uh, we need to make a new wrestling porno and then we'll riff it on yeah. on this show. No, Wood Rocket can do not wrong. I love them so much. They, they just made weird. that. They just made the uh, the Hamilton porno parody. Yeah. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah, it's called Hamilton. Um, nice. So uh, everyone, thank you all for listening. Of course, we are always thankful uh, in the holiday season for all of our dozens and dozens listening, and uh, for the o- this is the OG it's the OG shit here. The, OG the three shit, of us. Oh, hold it, get out your. Yeah, and so uh, get out your proper names here because we did have holiday names. That's true. Names. I get it. So uh, for everyone listening, thank you so much for listening to a holiday themed IndieCast after dark. And I am of course dumpling Yule Thrust. Uh, I am apparently beard bush beard bush meat pole. <laughs> I am gravy large bells. And until, until the next time, deuces. Ho 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 ho. ho.